So you guys are definitely in for a treat today. I have with me my dear friend that I have been trying to have on the podcast for a very long time now, but life for me has gotten in the way. But one day I woke up, I was like, there are no more excuses. I am going to set a day and a time that works for both of us so that I can have her on the podcast because I know that her journey in motherhood, her life story thus far will bless and impact my audience in wonderful ways. So guys, without further ado, welcome to the show, my dear friend, Danielle Grubbs. Let's jump in. Hey friends, and welcome to Transform Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha and let's dig in. Real quick, before we jump in, this is going to be a two-part episode. So what you're about to listen to right now is part one, and then on Thursday, I will air part two, guys. Can't wait for you to hear it. Let's begin. Thanks so much, Danielle, for doing this podcast with me today. I'm so glad you're here co-hosting with me. How are you doing? I'm good, and I'm really honored to be able to just have this time with you and uh, all your listeners to just share what God's doing and what he has for us today. Yes, it's definitely been something I've wanted to do for a very long time, so I'm glad we're actually able to um, have this time to do this. So tell me a little bit about your motherhood journey, like who has been um, an influence in your life? Okay, so um, so my husband and I uh, have been married for 13 years now, and um, we really started off um, we weren't walking with God and, um, really found God probably two years into our marriage. I was pregnant with my son. Um, at the time, uh, we already had my daughter. She was about 14 months old. Um, she was not an easy pregnancy, but super easy peasy kid. Um, just very independent from the start as she still is now at almost 13. Um, and we started, you know, coming to church and we, um, really just, uh, kind of surrendered to God. And that's where we really started to build family because we don't have family in the, in the area. And so that's where we built our family and our connections. And, um, I would say, uh, it's funny cause I feel like the people that I've, uh, really connected to that have really influenced my parenting, um, some of them are related to you. Um, so, so, um, you know, Chelsea, your sister-in-law, mm-hmm. um, has been a really huge, um, is she your sister-in-law? Is that how that works? Yes. I don't know how that works, she is. but anyways, um, so she's been a really awesome influence because I see her just constant surrender to, mm-hmm. to God. And then, um, and then even your mother-in-law, Miss Beth, yes. because she's just such a very peaceful mom, I feel like, you she know, is. like she just, um, really kind of gives God the reins. Um, but I went through with both kids postpartum depression mm-hmm. and that really kind of set the course for, um, my, uh, 
mothering uh, for many, many years to be full yeah. of anxiety and stress and um, really, I, you know, battled weight issues and health issues and all of that um, for the first part of my pregnancy. Uh, well, from the first part of my uh, parenting. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, really felt like God was working in me and peeling away these layers and yeah. healing things. And in, um, 2018, 2017, 2018, I just got on this journey to really get healthy physically and emotionally. My kids were in school at the time. And so I had the time to work out and to, um, really be working with friends on mental health and physical health. And I found myself really at the healthiest I had ever been, um, which, you know, it was great. It was a a fun season. I was volunteering at my kid's school all the time. So I was, you know, I was still able to be with them, but, um, uh, yeah, but I also still had, my schedule was mine. And, and, uh, so that was kind of nice. I I enjoyed that. Um, and, uh, you know, still kind of being a stay at home mom, but being out of the house, I was, uh, working part-time for our church as the elementary director and, um, loved, loved, loved that. Um, and I just really kind of felt like, oh, okay, life's kind of hitting a rhythm. I'm kind of getting the hang of this whole parenting slash, you know, working slash, you know, um, taking care of myself and everything. And I just didn't see, you know, I, I was dealing with, um, chronic pain stuff, but I was doing, you know, in my opinion, I was doing really well at kind of suppressing that and Mm -hmm. just you know, kind of going with the flow and, yeah, just pushing you know, through pushing it. through, pushing through. Oh yeah. Um, and so that kind of is where I, uh, kind of wanted to land with the, the thought that, um, as I was praying today, mm-hmm. like on the way here, I was like, God, what, you know, what is something you would have me share? Um, and the thought came about David because I, I love the Psalms and I love the scripture, mm-hmm. Um, about David because he was just so very honest. Yes. He um, was. like in every season, and so up and down, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is I yes. feel myself in that. Just like he was like brutally honest with God. Yeah. Like, just poured his heart out. Yes, and I I think sometimes because I can see you know I grew up my dad was an addict and I grew up in a very unsafe home environment. Just to see where God has placed me. Um, there's times where I'm like, I kind of don't feel like I really even need to ask God for any more because, you know, I'm just like, so, so like, Oh God, you've done these amazing things. Like what? I mean, who am I to come to you and be like, Hey, could you do a little, little something else for me here? Um, and so I, you know, really didn't pray for myself very often. Um, but he, you know, he kind of had me, uh, you know, gave me this thought this morning, that it's okay, just like David, to be slaying giants in one season, mm-hmm. and then the next you're just crying out to God. Yes. And so, um, yeah, so that's where I had found myself. I was like, man, I am, you know, I feel like I'm actually gaining ground yeah. uh, for the first time really in my life, um, coming from, you know, abusive childhood to an abuse, abusive first marriage, and then, um, you know, into this really beautiful life that God's given me. Do you feel like... 
the way that your childhood experience went, do you feel like that contributed to you wanting to be like home with your kids until? Oh gosh. Yeah. Like, you know, it's really funny because I, I kind of had always assumed I was going to be a working mom. My, My mom worked so hard. I mean, she, she did everything from splicing cable to, um, for a few years, she, her job, uh, was cutting palm fronds. Like she would climb the tall, you know, cabbage palms and stuff like that and cut the fronds down and everything. And which is funny cause she's afraid of heights. So <laughs> it's, but she would do whatever it took to take care of our family. And so she was always, always this super hard worker. And so I just really assumed that's what I was going to be. I was going to get a job, but, um, it actually at, we started our family after I got into a car accident and was really oh, wow. stuck at home. My oh. husband was like, Hey, why don't we, you know, yeah, have kids. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I was 20 years We're old. I was anyway. like, exactly. I was like, what else am I doing? Might as well have a kid, you know? And so we did, and we had our daughter, uh, Katie and she's amazing. It's like so she's a little spitfire. And, um, and then, you know, we had our son 20 months later and, um, in that season of, you know, 14 year old Katie pregnant with Nathan, like it, it was just such a, a God season where he was just yeah. really drawing us to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful because I had so much anxiety and so much fear, mm-hmm. um, becoming a mom because I was so, um, really unrationally afraid that everything that happened to me as a kid was going to happen to her, yes. even though mm-hmm. like my situation, my life, my marriage was yeah, nothing totally like what different. I grew up in. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so we, I found myself when the kids were, um, in, um, first and third grade, uh, we got to summertime and God was like telling me and my husband separately, Hey, homeschool. And I was like, he must really mean Christian private school. That's (laughs) clearly what God's saying. And so we even went to an interview at a local uh, Christian school. It went great. They were like, we really don't have a space for your daughter, but we'll make one. Like this will work out great. And then we're on our way home from Bucky's of all places. And God's (laughs) like, no, I I really mean homeschool. And Uh so we started this journey and then Um, at that point, my health really started to decline and I was diagnosed, um, with fibromyalgia and rheumatoid arthritis and, um, the, you know, so it started our homeschool journey was this beautiful Instagram, like we're having all these wonderful days and doing all these experiments. And it's so much fun to there's days where my kids now are doing school essentially on their own while I'm in bed and I'm helping them from bed propped up in pillows, um, Mm -hmm. to do their schoolwork. And so it just reminded me, you know, like David was this giant slayer. Mm -hmm. And then there's verses like in Psalms 86, where he says, hear me, Lord, and answer me for I am poor and needy guard my life for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord. For I call to you all day long, bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. And so I I had that thought where I was like, okay, so this is the same David who was, you know, in the, you know, he 
slayed the giant yeah. while he was still just a shepherd boy. Mm-hmm. He, you know, really um, became this great military leader and mm-hmm. all of these things. And yet here he is crying out like, God help me. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, so that's okay. Yeah. That this season right now, we're like, I don't feel like I'm slaying giants. Right. Like I feel, um, very much, you know, some days where I'm like, Hey, I have, um, like some of the Psalms where he's like, I'm surrounded by my enemies on yes. all sides and I, you know, yes. press, but not crushed. And then sometimes yeah. God's like, you're being dramatic, honey. That's your kids <laughs> and your husband. They're not your enemies. They're just hungry. Like, it's going to be okay. And it, it can definitely and then, go like that. Like all yes. at one time. It's, and and it can, it can be so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got, uh, last year in September, um, you know, the, our family ministries pastor came to me and said, Hey, God said, I'm giving you September off. You have the month off. I'm going to take care of kids church. You, you take the month off. And I really couldn't even come to church because we've been coming here for, um, 12 years at the time. Yeah. And there hadn't really been a Sunday since we started coming, except for that first Sunday when we didn't know anybody that I hadn't been serving. And so it felt so awkward that I I didn't come to church that entire month. And then when I started to ease back in, I felt like God was saying, it's time to, it's time to hand it over. And that was so super tough Mm -hmm. because I think I had kind of started to identify like my identity was I'm Mm -hmm. the church lady. I'm the kids church lady. And I love it. I know, I know (laughs) I'm the I'm the lady who makes popcorn at church and uh, this is just what I do. And I, and I loved it. I I absolutely loved it. But come the first of uh, this year in 2022, I handed that over completely. And um, it was really hard to have to get super honest with everyone around me about where my health really was to be honest with myself um, about what my limitations were and to be honest with God and just say, okay, whatever this is supposed to look like right now, I'm giving it to you. Yeah. Um, and so that was, you know, I learned something else. Like, you know, when you're really super honest with yourself and God, he is so faithful yes. um, to carry you through that season, mm-hmm. but also to reawaken dreams. Um, mm-hmm. And when I was a little girl, the library was absolutely my sanctuary. You know, I growing up in a rough home, yeah. when I went to school, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to blend in. I wanted to disappear. I yeah. wanted an escape and I found that in books. And, um, and so I always loved the library. I would yeah. volunteer all the time. Um, and I thought my, to myself when I was a little girl, I was like, how cool would it be if one of these books yeah. was mine? Like I wrote it. And, and I thought about that and I wrote poetry and different things when I was a kid, but I had some really, you know, um, negative reactions and things like that. So I just was like, okay, it's clearly not for me. Mm -hmm. And then at the beginning of the year, once I stepped back and kind of surrendered and was like, okay, God, this is not who I am. This is the job that you had me doing in Mm -hmm. this time. I can still volunteer and be with the kids but I don't have to be in charge. Like this isn't mine, it's yours. Mm -hmm. And so when I did hand that over, he started reawakening this dream of becoming an author. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. That's crazy, God. Like I can't be an author. I'm just, you know, I'm me. That's amazing. And and then I looked online and I saw this uh, conference that Karen Kingsbury was doing and is called the Believe Conference. And it was for writers. And um, one of the things that was on here, on there was a, something her dad had told her 
Um, and it was, and her dad had told her, Karen, somebody's got to be the next best-selling author. Why not you? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? And so I there was no way financially. We just moved out to a new house. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff. We have like four billion animals that we're feeding <laughs> amongst the children and the 10-year-old boy who eats like the four billion animals. <laughs> and so we were like, there's financially no way. So one of our pastor's wives was like, well, why don't you just start a GoFundMe? I was like, that's for like people with cancer and like uh, people who are going on missions trips and all this. I was like, I just want to go to a conference to learn how to write a book. It's not that, that big of a deal. A lot of courage to even do oh that. Though. I know. I, yeah. And, and so I almost didn't. And then I had someone else bring it up and I was like, well, I'll just do it. And you know, maybe it'll work out. Maybe I'll get to go. If not, I can always get everybody back their money. It's not a big deal. <laughs> And in less than 24 hours, that trip was fully funded. Oh, wow. Less than 24 hours. So I was like, okay, God, God's well, like, you're yep, doing this, this thing. This is your next step. And so now I'm currently writing a book, and um, that's my so job exciting. right now. And yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying the process. And it's just, it's been exciting to say, to see God go, you know what? I gave you that dream. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe it wasn't time yet, but it's time mm-hmm. now. And, um, he's going to work out the details. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like. It's awesome how God turns our, like what we, you know, it's a struggle is pain for us. Like the pain that you're enduring Mm -hmm. and, you know, deciding to homeschool the kids, all these things and truly deciding to step back from, um, kids ministry, like to really be able to hear his voice. Like you thought, so I can get better, you know, in my body, but you know, God has like, a time and a season for us. And it's like, when it's time, like, it's amazing. Something will happen and it's like harm, you know, we think it as, you know, painful, harmful, but God's like, I have a plan in this. Yeah. I'm going to make this work out for your good. It's going to be beautiful and you're going to bless so many people Yeah, um, by your obedience. So, well, and I think too, you know, because my, my book is going to be, you know, it's a fiction book, Mm -hmm. uh, but it is based on the trauma that I went through Mm -hmm. to encourage, you know, teens and young adults to, um, persevere and to look to Christ, um, in those, uh, hard times. And, um, it's just really cool what God is doing through that story and, um, through my story that he's still writing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a cool thing to be able to say, God, this is yours. Take Mm -hmm. it and do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Um, And even in the struggle with my health and with the pain, the things that I've seen him transform in my husband and my children, the, you know, the compassion and the empathy and really the care. I'm like, I don't know who is going to get to marry my son, but they are getting yeah. yeah. I don't know how well he'll clean up after himself. I'll be honest (laughs) with that. But they are going to get someone who truly is just compassionate and yeah. servant focused. And um, that's just been such a cool development to see. And, you know, if I wasn't homeschooling, if I didn't have my kids home with me, I wouldn't really be able to have the opportunity to see the humans, the people they yeah, are growing exactly. into the way that, totally that I do. And so um, it's really been such a great gift. And even, even with my health going uh, downhill these last couple of years, you know, oh, I don't think we would change anything. Yeah. I ask the kids all the time, you know, are you still enjoying this process? Yeah. Um, and 
yeah, they love it. And you know, the freedom that we have and, um, they can be jammy days or like your last, I was listening to your last podcast and I loved your six ways of, um, you know, kind of getting a schedule and getting organized with your day. Um, you know, there's grace there to have those jammy days when you need them. Right. Um, but also like it was super practical and I I was like, Oh, I love that because it is so hard on like, it's, so easy for us to be hard on ourselves. Right. And so just that aspect of, okay, I'm going to set like maybe three things for my day mm-hmm. that I really want to accomplish. And, um, yeah, just seeing them really want to come alongside and help and yeah. accomplish these things too, um, is so good. It's just been yeah, so good. I feel like when you're home, um, you know, working from home and homeschooling and you're there, it's like you see everything that needs mm-hmm. to be done. And it's like a never ending list. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's like, yes, if you don't set yourself just a few things a day, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. easily get overwhelmed and feel like yes. you didn't get anything accomplished, which you have, uh-huh. you know, so yeah, definitely. And I deal with that. I don't know if you've ever dealt with it, but that anxiety of where do I even start? Mm-hmm. Because you just, you do, you see all of the things and you're like, I'm so behind on everything. Where do I even begin? Yeah. And so I love that idea of just picking like two to three little things that you're going to just put on there. And then if you have more time, cool, but right. at least you've, you've accomplished something and you've checked some stuff off the list yeah, as opposed like, to, Hey, I really did get these things done. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. And that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause before, um, you know, writing down what I was going to do was like, man, what did I even get done today? And mm-hmm. although I did probably get those things done because I didn't note it, you know, yep. I felt like it was not enough or I didn't get them done. And right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the housework in itself is a never ending. <laughs> I have oh, yeah. truly given that to God. Like, okay, I realize my kitchen will never be totally clean ever. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's like the laundry will always be there unless we join some weird, like nudist colony. Like, have you ever gotten caught up on laundry and just felt like victory? And then you look and you're like, oh, everyone's wearing clothes. Yes. These are all dirty now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. I almost had it done right and then you're like no we still have to wear clothes yeah this is a thing and they're never it's just never ending and with dishes I'm like you just ate on something yes but the dishes were done and put away Mm -hmm. and so my god it's like yes I'm so glad you finally get it now yes don't worry about those small (laughs) minuscule things you know do what you can and move on you know don't dwell on those things that yeah you know because life is a journey and you know, we, you know, sometimes have like an end in mind. It's like, God's yeah. like, no, yeah, you're still, I still have plans. So don't try to like rush to the finish line. Oh, I gotta, mm-hmm. like, I gotta, you know, finish podcasting and get these sheets done. I gotta do this. Right. It's like, no, <laughs> it's my plan, not your plan. And just yep. do a little bit at a time and get Absolutely. it to me. Absolutely. Yep. Bite-sized chunks and just really keep pushing through and yeah, just allow yourself to keep dreaming. Mm-hmm. I, I think we, we were talking about it before we started and it's, it's so easy that once you get into the middle of a tough season mm-hmm. to think, Oh my gosh, this is just how my life is from now on mm-hmm. now until the end of it, you know, now until yeah. eternity, 
this is this difficult season that I'm in or this difficult circumstance. It's just going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. When really, when we think of the time, you know, that we're entrusted with, with these kiddos, it's so short. It it's is. so short. It I mean, so my, short. my daughter is about to be 13 in April and it wow. just blows my mind. I'm like, that's like two years from learner's permit. Like we mm-hmm. like, Oh gosh, I got to right. breathe. And in high and, school years just yeah. fly oh by like, yes. Blinking that's over. So yeah, yeah, we really do. And I thank God that we've been able to slow down and step back and invest in our kids. Oh yeah. Because, you know, had situations, circumstances not happen the way they did, you know, right. just be going and you look up and kids are grown and you're like, why are you acting like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, oh, wait, oh, I haven't seen you. Right. Really in I... the last multiple years. So mm-hmm. just really yeah. investing in raising, truly raising them. Right. And, um, you know, like you guys have instilled in our kids, you know, to, you know, memorize Bible verses that mm-hmm. are really going to benefit them and come back up in their mind when they have a hard day and yeah. all those things. But to notice or to know what our role is as the parents to do at home and not just the church. Like it takes oh yeah, dedication, discipline at home to grow spiritually mature kids that have a relationship with God. So when they leave, oh, they yeah. actually open their Bible. Right. <laughs> I know. I think about that all the time. It really is, you know, we will talk in, you know, a regular church service, you know, about how it's all about personal relationship and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, how many people are walking around with borrowed faith from their parents? And, mm-hmm. and so they don't really have that, um, dependency on the Lord that really is required to do this life with mm-hmm. any measure of peace. Man, oh man, I hope you guys have enjoyed this conversation as much as I have. It is just phenomenal to hear how your life can transform and be impacted once we release that control that is so hard sometimes to let go of in our lives and just to allow God to be the driver instead of us, allow him to order our footsteps. I have just loved hearing how uh, Danielle's dreams have been able to come alive since she has uh, you know, answered her calling and is walking in obedience in this season of life. So I hope you guys have been blessed and encouraged by this episode. And please do not forget to join us Thursday for part two as we finish this conversation, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. And I look forward to seeing you back real soon. Really quick before you leave and I get this exiting music going, if you have not signed up to become an insider of the show, which means knowing when I have of free gifts and free mentor sessions, then please do not forget to sign up with the link in the show description that says count me in. And also do not forget to snag your free free gift that is also in the show notes that says seven day journaling plan. Thank you guys so much for joining and I will see you soon. Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at support at KimberlySexton.com. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please and thank you. Bye.